0: Thinking about learning modern Hebrew but waiting for the perfect grammar? The Rutledge Introductory Course in Modern Hebrew by Gyor Etzion is an integrated language course adopting an eclectic approach. The course contains 90 lessons combining authentic texts, grammar explanations, and exercises with audiovisual materials on the companion website rutledgehebrew.com with links to Israeli websites, videos, and music. Tune in as we speak with Gyor Etzion about the second edition of his Modern Hebrew Grammar. You're listening to New Books in Jewish Studies, a channel of the New Books Network, and I'm your host, Michael Morales. Gyor Etzion has taught Hebrew at Washington University in St. Louis, University of Michigan, and Hebrew University of Jerusalem. Gyor, welcome to New Books in Jewish Studies. Hi, Michael. It's good to be here. So, Gyor, tell us about yourself and how you got into teaching Hebrew.
1: Uh, I was born in Haifa, Israel, and uh, was raised in Jerusalem, and I got my degree in uh, Hebrew linguistics from Hebrew University in Jerusalem, and uh, I did my graduate studies in educational psychology in Michigan, University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. I TA'd in the Hebrew department while I was studying psychology. Mm -hmm. Uh, in addition, as far as my education goes, I'm an expert in uh, education, uh, education technology, which is uh, kind of relevant to my uh, to the website that uh, is associated with the book. So over the years, I uh, I've taught Hebrew at Hebrew University in Jerusalem, the University of Michigan, at Washington University in St. Louis. And in some other settings, like in the Schechter in Jerusalem or Hillel in Ann Arbor, private settings, I've taught all levels of um, all levels of Hebrew from uh, beginners to advanced. Coordinated the programs, designed all of my courses, so I have uh, a good working understanding of uh, of a successful Hebrew language course in terms of. Uh, goals, and structure, and content, methods.
0: Your grammar is for modern Hebrew. Would you give us some insight into modern Hebrew? Maybe something as to how many people speak it today, or how different it is or isn't from biblical Hebrew?
1: So, uh, modern Hebrew, or some people call it uh, Israeli Hebrew, is the language that is spoken today in uh, Israel. It's a living language. It's a spoken language. It is spoken by some uh, 10 million people worldwide. Uh, Historically, of course, modern Hebrew stems from uh, biblical Hebrew. But uh, obviously, there are some uh, differences between the two. You realize that for some 2,000 years, uh, Hebrew was almost dead as a communicative language. Not totally, but almost dead as a communicative language, though it was used in uh, sacred texts, in uh, liturgy, in poetic texts, etc. The revival of Hebrew as a secular modern language uh, started in, uh, in Eastern, Eastern Central Europe in the second half of the 19th century. However, it was a, it was a literary language, not a spoken language. The newspapers in Hebrew, literature, etc. The revival of Hebrew as a spoken language started in Israel or Palestine over a hundred years ago. The driving force behind, behind the revival was a guy named Eliezer Ben Yehuda. He was the editor of one of the the first uh, Hebrew newspapers in in Israel, the editor of a children's newspaper as well. He wrote the first uh, dictionary of Hebrew and introduced many, many new words into the language. And most importantly, I think he insisted on communicating in Hebrew only at home and uh, outside, and therefore, he was known in Jerusalem at the turn of the 20th century as crazy. Now, you ask me about uh, the differences between uh, modern Hebrew and biblical Hebrew. Obviously, there are differences. The, one of the main things is the vocabulary. Our world today is very different than the world of uh, 2,000 years ago. And there's a need for new, for new words like... Uh, airplane, or computer, or supermarket, and also terms in newer fields that did not exist, uh, like psychology, or geometry, or politics, and uh, even simple everyday words that I'm sure did exist in the biblical days and just didn't make it into the Bible. It's It's a limited corpus. So this is one thing, the vocabulary. The other thing is the syntax, and the syntax of uh, modern Hebrew is quite different from uh, that of biblical Hebrew. Things like uh, word order, and uh, a big one is uh, the issue of tenses and times, but uh, in spite of the differences, if you know modern Hebrew, it's, uh, it's easy to make, to make the switch to biblical Hebrew, and, and vice versa. Knowledge of biblical Hebrew can help you acquire uh, modern Hebrew and actually give it some added uh, depth.
0: What are some of the unique features of your approach to learning modern Hebrew?
1: Well, first of all, I, uh, I strongly believe that uh, learning, learning a language means uh, learning a different way of understanding and, and interpreting the world around us. And... Uh, Therefore, language learning should should always be, should, should always be situated in a wider cultural context. This is the first thing. The other thing that might sound old school is that I believe that a solid grammatical base is a must in uh, learning the language, pretty much like uh, playing scales when, 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 when you play an instrument, I mean, Learning the grammar alone is not going to make you uh, won't make you master the 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 language. But without it, you'll never master the language. So you have to drilling of grammar is an important part of uh, of learning the language. I've taught for many years, so uh, I was exposed to many to many different approaches of teaching, and my uh, my approach is rather eclectic. Uh, I use principles of uh, uh, the communicative approach, namely the development of communicative skills and uh, self-expression. Uh, I use elements of the what they call the flip classroom. Uh, I believe in. Uh, I, I use a lot of uh, repeating and drilling on, in order to automatize speech patterns. Well, and this goes back to the uh, flipped classroom. Uh, in learning a language, I believe most of the work can and should be done uh, at home. Like the students can, uh, can read explanations and do the exercises. And class time uh, should be dedicated to things that can be only done or that cannot be done at home like explanations in Hebrew only, or group work, or questions and answers, and namely the communicative part of the language. So when I started to write the book, the first edition, what I wanted was to book a successful course. So the book was written over a long period of time, during which I I, uh, documented daily what happened in the classroom how the conversation developed, uh, the questions that were asked, uh, the explanations I'd given, what worked, what didn't work, etc. So uh, the textbook is c- comprised, not only of the, of, of the usual components of written text and grammatical explanations and exercises, but it's integrated in a wider uh, cultural context. Which includes uh, audiovisual recordings, computer-based exercises, etc.
0: Are there any special features of the grammar you want to mention here?
1: Yeah. So, uh, as I said, basically the the course consists of the book and the website. And the website, really, if you're serious, the website has to be used on a regular basis. Uh, what do we have, what do we have in the in the website. All of the texts, the word lists, the verb conjugations, the prepositions, and much more are available in an audiovisual format on the website. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it, but it's uh, kind of cool. For example, when you read a text, you hear it and you see the text in front of you at the same time. And the sentence in question, the sentence that is read at that time is highlighted. The texts are spoken in normal pace, not in a... Even though, as you noticed, I don't speak very fast, but uh, <laughs> the texts were, were read by, uh, by, professional, uh, by professional actors and they're read in normal pace. They don't try to be educational. But the beauty of uh, recording on the web is that you can easily pause it and replay a sentence as many times as you need until you get it. I believe this is the right right approach. Don't slow it down, but expose the learner to that sentence or this vocabulary item as many times as possible. So using uh, these recordings makes the process of learning much easier and much, much more effective. In addition to the... Texts and the word lists. There are other things in the website. There are full answers to all of the exercises in the book. There is a, well, maybe I should talk a little bit later on the on the structure of the book. But at, at the end of for every unit, and there are eight units in the book, for every unit uh, there are, there are review lessons and a checklist that sort of summarizes to you what you have learned in this unit, which is very useful before tests. Uh, You have language lab type exercises, namely independent interactive uh, units uh, of text and uh, uh, text for for listening comprehension and all kinds of exercises. You have an audiovisual verb dictionary. Every verb... In the course is uh, given in past, present, future, infinitive, imperative, gerund, etc. Everything is uh, audio recorded, audio visual, and it enables the student to learn the verbs because verbs are very, very central uh, to Hebrew. Learn the verbs and uh, practice them. Uh, what else is in the in the website, uh, you have uh, audiovisual lists of uh, prepositions and nouns with, uh, with, uh, with pronoun suffixes. And anybody who hasn't taken Hebrew yet has no idea what I'm talking about now. And it also has uh, references chart, uh, reference charts of, uh, of the numbers, of colors, days of the week, etc. Yes list of useful things in an audiovisual uh, format, uh, links to relevant sources on the web. That's what's on the website. The website is uh, totally open to all, so anybody can use it. Even if they don't use this book, I'm sure they'll find uh, useful stuff there.
0: A classroom or a group study is usually ideal for language learning. Do you have any advice for those who may want to use your book for personal study?
1: Yes. You see, when, when, when I thought about the book, I thought I should create a, a book that enables the student to do all the work at home. Because as I mentioned before, everything that can be done at home, let the student do it at home. The class should be dedicated to things that cannot be done at home. As a result... I made sure that everything in the book is uh, explained completely and clearly in plain English, not jargon English. English. You don't have to know uh, anything about adverbs and, uh, and gerunds in order to understand it, even though you will once, once, you, once you have uh, read the book. There is no question remained unanswered. Over the years, I heard every possible question about the material and I answered them all and all in the book. The progression of uh, the material in the book is uh, logical and it allows for for ever increasing level of communication in Hebrew. The grammar is explained carefully and, uh, and in depth, but always in context always keeping communication in the forefront. And most importantly, there are full answers to every every exercise in the book. So uh, the fact that the explanations are in English, there are audiovisual recordings that the student can actually hear what the language sounds like, and the large number of exercises with complete answers, I think, make, make this book, even though it was not designed for self-study, I think it makes it a, a very good source for self-study.
0: So do tell us more about the structure of the book.
1: The book consists of uh, eight units. It's divided into eight units, and it also includes an introductory unit on the alphabet and the principles of reading uh, Hebrew script. And every unit consists of uh, short lessons, eight to sixteen lessons per unit, a total of ninety lessons. And each lesson con- uh, includes a text, explanations, uh, note on uh, the grammatical items in the text, and exercises uh, based on the new concept, new vocabularies introduced in context, and uh, Every unit concludes with uh, additional passages for extended reading and a glossary of the new vocabulary for the unit. The book is uh, rich in texts as uh, most of the grammatical issues are uh, illustrated and explained in context. So most lessons begin with a text, usually a dialogue, especially at the beginning, and the t- Text contains uh, the grammatical structure and vocabulary in context, and the texts are uh, available as an audiovisual recording online. Uh, the texts are typically, uh, typically followed by questions or answers to which the student has to uh, write questions or uh, short paragraphs designed to be completed by the student all of these direct the learner to di- direct the learner's attention to particular information, vocabulary items, word order, relationship between different uh, elements in the in the text. Now, vocabulary vocabulary is a big thing in uh, language learning. Uh, the new vocabulary in the book is uh, is introduced in context. And there's a short vocabulary list in a gray box provided for each text and occasionally for, uh, for exercises as well. So all of the vocabulary lists are also available in an audiovisual format on the, web, uh, 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 on the course website. Now, new vocabulary is used repeatedly and systematically in the text and exercises of the unit and also in the units to come. I made sure that every word or every speech pattern appears at least twice in every every unit. So uh, every unit ends with a glossary of the new vocabulary for the unit arranged by parts of speech, nouns, adjectives, verbs, adverbs, etc. And there's a comprehensive and detailed uh, Hebrew-English dictionary at the end of the book. Altogether, there are uh, about 1,500 words and expressions uh, in this uh, textbook. The explanations in the book are, uh, uh, are in English, with many examples in Hebrew. You have different kinds of explanations, from practical ones to more in-depth uh, one Exercises, there is a, there's a huge amount of exercises in the book. Uh, they vary in difficulty and style, from drill to open-ended ones, from grammar to writing exercises, etc. The sentences in the in the exercises are, uh, are natural, and they demonstrate conventions of actual conventions of of uh, the language usage. To gain the maximum benefit from the exercise, it's critical that the learner understand them fully and avoid working in a mechanical way. And uh, I think it's not hard to do since uh, the exercises are not difficult and not uh, tedious and are not the busy work type. As I said before, or will say later, the the answers to all of the exercises are easily accessible on the course website. And the learner should check and correct their answers after completing an exercise, but not before.
0: What's next for you on the horizon? Will you be teaching any Hebrew
1: courses soon or publishing other books? Uh, no, I'm not going to teach anymore. And that's it. I've, uh, I retired a few years ago and um, I'm not going to write another textbook because uh, to me, the classroom is the lab. Without the classroom, there's, there's no sense to write a theoretical textbook. As I said before, the textbook was documentation of what happened in the classroom. Uh, but uh, I write other things, educational and uh, others, and uh, I enjoy my retirement. And uh, that's it. And are you living in Israel now? No, 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 no. I live in St. Louis. I try to visit Israel, but uh, it hasn't been easy in the past few years. I really miss it. Uh, but uh, St. Louis is my home.
0: Yor, this has been an insightful talk on learning Hebrew. Thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you very much. It was a pleasure.
0: Friends, you've been listening to New Books and Jewish Studies, a channel of the New Books Network. Until next time, goodbye.